The US Federal Reserve's decision to lift interest rates by 25 basis points was widely expected. It's the smallest rate rise in nearly a year. But while America's central bank said inflation had eased somewhat, it also warned this probably won't be the end of the rate hikes. Justin Woofers is a professor of economics and public policy at the University of Michigan, and he's our guest this morning. Justin, welcome. Good morning. A lot of the buzz has been around the hope that this will be the last time the Fed Reserve lifts rates, at the very least for the next few months, But what was the message we heard today? Well, it wasn't that. But of course, they never just come out and say that. Um, So you have to dig deep and notice that they use things like a plural. They say there will be rate rises or ongoing increases. So that tells us there'll be at least two more rate rises, uh, probably in March and in May. Although as much as that's what the Fed's saying or threatening, there's a lot of commentators over here who are starting to see the end in sight. And so maybe they'll reverse course sometime before then. Fed Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell argued today inflation is still running very hot, but that the bank is only looking at a few more rate rises, as you say, plural, look for the plural. So will that actually be enough to bring down price rises? Look, inflation's already on the way down. It's been falling down for a few months in a row. And for those of us who look closely at every detail of the month-to-month numbers, what we're seeing in the US is actually over the past three months, inflation has fallen a heck of a long way. And you could argue that it's currently 3 point something percent, maybe even 2 point something percent. So it looks like most of the work's already been done. That's the story told by the optimists. Uh, The pessimists are like, well, maybe that was just a blip and inflation hasn't quite fallen that far so far. But, you know, the the crisis of very high inflation is very much behind us or will very soon be behind us over here in the US. So you, you believe you, you, that it has actually um, gone down? You, you're confident of that? The numbers say it. We can't argue about that. Uh, you, you know, the cost of living is still rising. It's rising a little faster than the Fed would like, but it's rising a whole lot slower than it was before. There have been strong strong job figures despite the successive rate rises. Why hasn't the economy cooled sufficiently? Isn't this crazy that we keep getting all this good news? Yeah, I don't Uh, understand it, so can you explain it? Well, economists don't like talking about good news. So, Patricia, let's just pause and celebrate the moment and hope that something similar happens in Australia. Unemployment's low. It's at a 50-year low in the US. And if anything, it might even still be falling Inflation was high. That was a problem, but it's starting to come down and it's going to be coming down to much more sane rates any day now. There's a very simple story for all of this, though. Um, You know, the economy got very, very sick in 2020 and 2021. Something pretty dramatic happened to all of our lives and it happened to our economic lives, too. And maybe what's happening is some of that madness has just fallen out of the system and we're getting back to something called normal. Wow, I haven't heard that one for a while. Uh, We often talk about the independence of central banks, but the Fed Reserve is under huge political pressure not to cause a recession. So is Australia's Reserve Bank, uh, we know that the Reserve Bank here is also under that same pressure, that's the way it works. Is that influencing their decision-making at all? Well, no one wants to cause a recession. I think um, it doesn't matter about political pressure. You're Jay Powell or you're any member of the Federal Reserve Board and I know a few of those folks, none of them want to go to bed at night having put millions of people out of work. Now, on the flip side, none of them want to go to bed at night having caused an inflationary episode that would be very costly to reverse. It is a difficult balancing act. Um, Right now, the recent run of numbers has been that 
things are going okay in the US. Inflation's falling and the economy's continuing to chug along. There's a lot of naysayers warning about recession risks, but the numbers keep saying that the economy's going okay. So is it your view that it's unlikely that the United States will be going into recession? Look, the thing about economic forecasting is either give a, na- a number or a date, but never both. Um, so for sure, the US is going to go to, into recession at some point in the future over the next 400 years. But, um, <laughs> I'm asking about something a little more immediate. Yeah, I thought you might be. Look, over here, there's enormous pessimism. Um, the latest survey I saw said that uh, uh, Wall Street economists put a 61% chance on the US going into recession this year. I think that's overstating the case. I think there's a lot more reasons to be optimistic, but I'm not promising you or your listeners that we won't have a recession. Just I'm somewhat, you know, because they happen every seventh year anyway, roughly. I'm just saying I'm not that pessimistic. The runner numbers look good and let's celebrate good news when we get it. The European Central Bank and the Bank of England are both expected to increase rates by half a percent later this week. Why are they needing to go harder than the US? Well, their inflationary experience is very different. Um, First of all, the Russian gas crisis um, is hitting Europe a whole lot more directly. Secondly, the good news that we're seeing in the US, which is life is getting back to normal, and along the way, a whole lot of the things that were pushing inflation up, including things like disrupted global supply chains and the like, things haven't quite gotten back to normal quite as quickly over there. And... um, Also, those central banks were a little slower to get off the mark in raising their interest rates. So slightly different stories in in somewhat different countries. But if you pan back and look at it all, you'll see that there's also a lot we all have in common, which is interest rates rose in all of those countries. We all saw the labour market fall apart during the COVID pandemic. And my hope is in a couple of years, we'll be able to say, and that inflation crisis was behind us. Many thanks for your time this morning, Justin. Always a pleasure. Justin Woofers is a Professor of Economics and Public Policy at the University of Michigan and you're listening to ABC RM Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.